0: My message will be on Jesus.
1: Okay.
0: Now, a little quiz before we start. Our dear brother, Scott Briden, gave a wonderful message last Sunday, and he gave us three challenges for October.
1: Yeah.
0: What was the first one? Meet up with somebody that you haven't met up with. Exactly. Well, yeah. spend time with somebody you wouldn't you normally spend time with, so I, I do hope we take that challenge. And what was the second one? learn a scripture which will help you to refute your temptations. And the third one, do something kind, do something kind for somebody else, not for yourself. Okay, we do kind things to ourselves all the time. <laughs> but do it for somebody else. Okay, I, I tend to buy presents for myself.
1: <laughs> and
0: normally it will be books, okay. I do spend a lot of money on books, so I said to my wife, this is my... Next year's birthday present <laughs> Alright I bought a book for my next year's birthday present But um, but this time Do it for somebody else Okay, So The theme is Jesus And I think we need to ask ourselves Just who is Jesus Exactly Okay And what exactly has he done for us What did the Romans do for us As uh, Monty Python would say But what did Jesus do for us Okay, and why should we reflect on Jesus as Christians? Because John seventeen three, he said, This is eternal life. This is eternal life. That they know you, the only one God, and Jesus Christ, whom you sent. So this is it's not just a topic, a fancy topic, but actually something as Christians we need to reflect on. And indeed, all the thinking today, Jesus is Lord. Okay, the last song, uh, Amen, it's all about Jesus. That's right? So in a way, we do believe and we do live and we sing these things, but we need to intellectually sometimes ask ourselves, who is Jesus? And he comes to his disciples and says, who do you say I am? Isn't that interesting? Oh, by the way, he asked them this question, when there was no crucifixion and there was no resurrection. They have not seen the crucifixion, and they have not seen the resurrection and This is why sometimes I do say when we study the Bible with people, um, people say, "Oh, Jesus is time all those guys didn't get baptized. actually, our faith, the faith they had was in the miracles of Jesus. Of course, we read that miracles, but we also have the resurrection and the crucifixion, and therefore our conversion is different from the conversion of the people in the time of Jesus, but that's another full topic we can talk about. Because people say baptism is not essential for salvation. But when Jesus commanded after his crucifixion and resurrection, the era for conversion was different. And that's what becomes necessary. <clears throat> that's a, a digression. Come on. But Jesus comes to them, is that when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea he asked his disciple, who do people say I am? and the disciples said, well some say John the Baptist others say Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets how many prophets they had and he said Jesus is one of them he said great, thank you for answering that question But what about you? Who do you say I am? Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. And there was no crucifixion and there was no resurrection. Mm -hmm. They could not say you are the savior of the world. They could have. Probably they did. I haven't put the answers on. But what conviction would they have to be able to answer that question? Not having seen the resurrection, who do you say I am? And I think as Christians, we need to go to understand Jesus very well. Because this is eternal life to know Christ. This is eternal life to know Christ. So I throw the question to you. Who wants to answer? I want as many answers. Who is Jesus? Who do you say I am? What would you say? Son of God. Son of God. Okay. Anybody else? Lord. Lord. King of kings. Savior of the world. Of the
1: world. King of kings. King
0: of kings. God, in God in the flesh. The Messiah. The Messiah. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Nazareth, right. Lion of Level Judah. lever of our soul. line, of, line of, Judah. of Judah. Okay. Who do you say I am? So Jesus says you can fill the blank. I did a word search. People give their various Ideas as to who Jesus is Okay But who do you say I am So today I want us to reflect On who Jesus will be Who he was, who he is Who he will always be And I want us to talk about The humanity of Jesus Okay, Jesus was fully human And fully divine But today I want us to reflect on his humanity For this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way. Just think about it. Jesus was made fully human in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Jesus Was fully human just as you and I are. Mm -hmm. He lived as a human male in a human society and did most of the things that ordinary human beings would do. And the scripture confirms he was fully human in every way. And sometimes as Christians, society will wrestle with those things. Mm -hmm. You know when somebody does something bad, he said, I'm not Jesus. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm only human, I'm not Jesus. Mm (laughs) come on Roger wow think about it for a moment have you ever said that yes I have oh I'm only human I'm not Jesus but Jesus was fully human Jesus was fully human so when you say that think about it that's why God wants us to become fully human like Jesus Christianity our sanctification is to become like Jesus and we can't become like Jesus I may not reach that before I die, but God says I could. Mm. We are to become fully like Jesus. Mm. And he was the fully human being. Mm. The perfect human being that whom we strive to be like. Amen. Amen. But he was fully human. The Bible pictures Jesus as having full and complete human nature. Mm. And so, we do make excuses when we sin and say, oh, but I'm not Jesus. Wow. And it's something we need to wrestle with when we make excuses for sin. God said we'll be tempted, but He also give us a way out. So, we could all be sinless. Think about it for a moment. You say, this is, this is heresy. (laughs) (laughs) this is heresy we can all be tempted and we can refuse not to sin but we give in to sin every day I sin every day you sin in fact if we claim to be without sin we make him to be a liar but to be fully truly human as God wants it to be to be like Jesus there will be no sin but we need to accept that Jesus was fully human. Therefore, when we sin, we'll have no excuse. For us to sin and say, because I'm not Jesus, is to say Jesus was a different human being. But actually, he was human-like, made like who? Us, according to the scripture. I want us to reflect on that. So Jesus was real flesh, He was real flesh and blood human body. Okay, that was Jesus. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity. Hebrews two fourteen. One Timothy three sixteen. Beyond all questions, the mystery of godliness, he appeared in the flesh. Amen. You know the Gospel of John John 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was God. And in verse 14, what does it say? The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. So Jesus came, real flesh and blood, human body. He developed as any normal human being, from birth, infant, youth, adult, Between his conception and birth Where was he? He was in his mother's womb Like any baby After his birth He was cared for as an infant Remember the parents lost him Just as David Cameron Lost his child in the restaurant or something But he was just like us He was protected from harm He couldn't protect himself Joseph had to take him somewhere else in the census so that Herod wouldn't kill him. Wow. Jesus was a baby, naive, didn't know anything. He couldn't say, oh, you know, I'm the creator of the universe. I know Herod is about to do something. Let me zoom myself out of here. It didn't happen. He had no clue what was going on. The parents had to take him and protect him. He continued to grow according to book of Luke mature in age and physical stature people observed him and said oh he's part of Mary and Joseph's family mm-hmm. isn't this this guy with the brothers over there mm-hmm. okay is he not from Nazareth mm-hmm. he was seen he had neighbors he was known to be earning his living as a carpenter Mark chapter 6 verse 3 so Jesus is just like grew like all of us amen mm-hmm. He experienced physical limitations, including getting tired. John 4-6. He comes to Jacob's well and the scripture say, tired as he was from the journey, he sat down by the well. It was noon. Okay. That is Jesus. He got very tired and weary. Mm-hmm. So guys, mm-hmm. When you get tired and wear it's okay. Yesterday I got home about midnight. The rain somehow was torrential when I came out of the train station and got home quite wet. And uh, I wasn't very happy. (laughs) I put the heating on. Still didn't work. So I put hot water, hot water in the hot water bottle Mm -hmm. because I had to prepare my salmon. And put it on my lap, it still didn't work. Then my computer froze. <laughs> and at that point, I knew God was saying, go to bed.
1: <laughs>
0: that was my understanding, that's how I read it. <laughs> So I went to bed and set my alarm for 3 a.m. Okay. Jesus was tired. He needed sleep. I'm glad I slept last night. There was a furious storm came on the lake. And the waves swept over the boat. And what was Jesus doing? He was sleeping. Wow. I wish I could do that. (laughs) Seriously, I wish I could do that. I can't sleep in an aeroplane, even if it's 24 hours flight. I cannot sleep in a boat. Okay, I can't sleep in a moving car. I wish I could be like Jesus. Okay. I'm so afraid of the ocean, or flying or anything. I remember we went to Cornwall, and I thought... I'm going to conquer my fear of the ocean. Okay. So um, myself and a brother, we decided to go on a boat from Dizzy to Truro, I think. <laughs> Tell us. What we didn't do, we didn't change the weather.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we got on the boat and I start, I said to the guys, look I can't swim, okay, so they put this yellow stuff on me and all that. <laughs> so number one, I can't swim, I just want to cross this thing openly to conquer my fear. So we're going, and the sea was rough, and I thought, what have we done? And honestly, there's a time where this thing goes up, you see this black wall, the sea, I mean, it goes up and it descends, and I'm thinking, what have I done? <laughs> this, is, this is folly. then the the wave came then we went up again honestly it was so steep and then we descended and guess what when we came down there was this orange helicopter picking people up (laughs) (laughs)
1: they
0: have capsized there was emergency and I thought this is I'm going to die (laughs) I need to confess all my sins right now okay so we go got all the way to Truro. We didn't capsize. And I got out of the boat. And uh, the guy said, oh, we are going back. I no, thank you. <laughs> he said, but you've paid. the return." to us. I said, no, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, I went to town, got a taxi. I don't know. It probably cost me 80 pounds. But I wasn't going back in that boat. My wife wasn't happy with the financial arrangement. Goodness. But Jesus slept. Can you imagine? If Jesus was in that boat, he would have been asleep. Wow. That's amazing. I love Jesus. He was, he needed food and drink. He experienced hunger. The most understating thing said in the Bible is that after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Wow. (laughs) What an understatement. Jesus. He said, in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Matthew 21. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it and found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. Jesus was so hungry, he cursed the tree. <laughs> he was hungry. And he felt tests. Jacob's well was there and Jesus tired, came and saw the woman and said, would you give me a drink? So I'm just saying this to say Jesus, all the things we need, our physical limitations, Jesus had it as well. Jesus had it as well. He experienced human feelings and emotions. Of course, his was sinless human emotions. Compassion. He had compassion for those who were hungry, those who were sick, those who were bereaved, those who were helpless. Okay? If Jesus was here today, he would treat Ben and Nicola Brady differently. They are bereaved. Do you understand what I'm saying? He feels our pain tensely. Jesus had love. For the, those around him, he, he shared um, the scripture. The rich young ruler. He said he looked straight at him and he loved him. Even though this guy wasn't going to obey him. He so said Jesus looked at him and loved him. And said one thing you lack. Go sell everything, give to the poor, and you and treasures in heaven. Mary and Martha. Mary and Martha and Lazarus. Now I said, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and her sister and Lazarus. When Lazarus died, Jesus loved them. His disciples said, having loved his own, he loved them so much. He loved them so much. When he said to them, love one another as I have loved you, because he had loved them. Jesus cared. Jesus had emotions of anger. When he healed the guy on the Sabbath day and the religious people opposed, he was so angry. Mm -hmm. When the children were barred from him, he was indignant. When they turned the temple into marketplace, he Mm raped. Jesus felt anger. Mm -hmm. It's okay to feel angry. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Jesus was also very joyful. The Bible says he rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit. There are many other places where it talks about Jesus being joyful. He felt joy. He also felt deep grief and distress. A man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. He, gripped, he was grieved by the sins of men, Mark chapter 3. He wept, Luke nineteen forty one. In the sermon he said, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Jesus was a man who grieved mm-hmm. and was distressed. And you think, wow, we thought he's the Savior of the world. But he had full humanity. Mm-hmm. He was astonished. Mm-hmm. You see, all the emotional things I've shared so far, mm-hmm. the divine creator also had it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: compassion, love. But to be astonished mm-hmm. is not a divine emotion. Mm-hmm. Because God shouldn't be... Surprised by anything. He made all things. But Jesus was astonished. Mm -hmm. That is deeply human emotion. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He was surprised. He was taken aback. He was astonished at the fate of the centurion. He was amazed. By the unbelief. Of his neighbors. Again. It's an emotion. God God would not be amazed by anything. He won't be surprised. Jesus felt dread. He was startled. He was disturbed. He was troubled. Now my soul has become troubled in John 12 27. He says, Before his betrayal, he said, His spirit was troubled. And that is not something God will feel. God won't dread, won't be disturbed by anything. He. He sees all things. He knows all things. He put So, Jesus' emotions were truly human. Mm-hmm. Truly human. He was made human in every way. As to his appearance, this is what the Bible said. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering, familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and will held him in low esteem. If Jesus was here, the sisters wouldn't ask him on date. <laughs> Think about it. Wow. Probably the sisters wouldn't ask him on date. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. But that was Jesus. That was Jesus. The Bible pictures Jesus as possessing a human nature in every sense. He had a physical human body, human soul, as other human beings did. Okay. So why is this so important? Why is it necessary for us to even consider the humanity of Jesus? Because... um, saving death and resurrection is important. He couldn't have saved us if he was not fully human. Only a person with a real human body could sacrifice his life and suffer death and be raised from the dead. Okay. So that's important that he's fully human. And when we come to the divinity stuff, I'll talk about Jehovah's Witness and stuff like that. If Jesus wasn't fully human, he couldn't save us. He couldn't be a good mediator between us and God. He couldn't be. The one who stands between us and sinners and the Holy God is the man Jesus Christ, Timothy. Paul says to Timothy. He was a high priest because he could understand our pain. He could mediate on our behalf. Now, this is a trick question. Was Jesus male or female? who think Jesus was male who think Jesus was female ok nobody oh one person ok I asked that because um, I was reading something recently and people were saying Jesus was gender neutral ok our society has become so politically correct ok now just in case you are thinking of that In Genesis to Revelation, the seed is masculine. In Revelation, the bridegroom, the bridegroom was male, okay? In prophecy, he said, the child will be a son, not a daughter. He was to be the son of God, not a daughter of God. He was to be son of man. In Isaiah prophecy chapter 9, the Messiah was to be Prince of Peace, not Princess of Peace. He was to be King of Kings, not Queen of Queens. He was to be a High Priest, not a High Priestess. A Bridegroom. King of Kings and Lord of Lords, not Lady and of Ladies. <laughs> okay. So Jesus biblically was assigned a male role. It doesn't mean his mother Mary was any less Mm -hmm. in terms of God made man and woman in his image. But Jesus was male. Okay, Mm -hmm. Jesus was not female or gender neutral. Mm -hmm. I just thought I'll put that out there. Because especially on our campuses right now, a lot of things go on. But Christians need to have deep conviction about the scriptures.
1: Amen.
0: Jesus was male. Amen? Amen? Bear that in mind. I just thought I'll put that in. It's not in my sermon, but I just thought I'll, I'll mention that. So, why is it important that we come to understand the humanity of Jesus? In Second John 1 verse 7, it talks about the Antichrist. I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is a deceiver and what? The Antichrist. I used to believe the Antichrist living in the Kremlin or the Vatican or whatever. No, the Antichrist is the one who does not believe in the humanity of Christ. And therefore as Christians, the humanity of Christ is important to us. Because if Jesus wasn't human, then if we sin, we can say, well, but I'm not Jesus Christ. But he was fully human and was without sin. So when we sin, we rather say, I'm a fallen man who needs redemption. so in reflection, Jesus and his humanity. He was fully human just as you and I. He lived as a human male in human society and did most of the things that ordinary human beings do. That's the Lord will follow. Amen. Amen. He understands every pain we go through. He suffered just as we did. He was tempted in every way that I am tempted. And therefore he can intercede for me in every situation. Next week, we'll look at the divinity of Jesus. But this time, let's pray. God, thank you so much that in Christ, you came in the flesh and went through every emotion we have gone through, every physical limitation we bear so that you can identify with us for our salvation. We thank you that Jesus is our brother in every way, made human in every way. We thank you that through the scriptures we can understand him and aspire to walk as he did in his compassion, in his love. We praise his name this time. In Jesus' name, amen.